Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to the May 2023 CTSS quiz. I have 10 terrific cases to show you, so let's get started. The most likely diagnosis in this patient with hematuria is, well, I'm giving you two images. Images on your left is a non-contrast CT. You see a mass with rim-like calcification, and the image on your right is an image after IV contrast was given excretory phase, you still see the same mass. The mass is somewhat solid, but it has that rim calcification. Now what gives you bladder masses? Now this one's a little bit unusual, that's it's relatively lower density. Pheochromocytomas can be solid, but they're typically vascular. A calcified hematoma, I guess that's theoretical, but I've never seen a calcified hematoma in the bladder. Hematomas can have rim calcification. Lymphoma can involve the bladder, but usually is not a mass in the bladder, and I would not expect to see any calcification in lymphoma unless the patient was treated, particularly with radiation. What about bladder cancer? Bladder cancer can calcify, but usually bladder cancer is more solid. It does enhance a bit. This is low density. But still, the most common solid mass, 5CM in the bladder, is bladder cancer. And this indeed was a bladder cancer, a little typical in appearance. In this patient with fever and pelvic pain, the most likely diagnosis is, well, we look at the images and you see inflammation of the sigmoid colon. There's a pericolonic fluid collection on the image on the right. There's lots of inflammation down in the root of the mesentery and you're dealing with an oncology patient. You're dealing with a patient who you worry about tumor, but this really doesn't look like tumor. It's not mesenteric paniculitis, that's just inflammation in the mesentery. Here there's definitely abnormal bowel. It could be ischemic bowel, that's a possibility. You would wanna give a better look at the vessels. The vessels I see look okay. It doesn't have the thickening of the wall that we typically see with ischemic bowel. Perforated colon cancer, I guess it's a consideration, but I don't see a solid mass, so I don't see a perf. And diverticulitis is the best bet. There are some diverticulite present. A very nice example of diverticulitis. Okay, just a really nice example. In this patient post-motor vehicle accident, the most likely diagnosis is, well, what you see in this case is a subtle sternal fracture, and you see a hematoma, particularly in the posterior metastinum, but also anterior metastinum. The descending aorta on the axial images looks really abnormal, and it's really abnormal, of course, on the uh, sagittal view, which is done with 3D volume rendering. It's not an aortic aneurysm, and yes, there's a mediastinal hematoma present, but that's only part of the story. This is not motion-related artifact. This is a beautiful example of aortic injury. This is an aortic transection. This patient was very lucky. Many patients with aortic transections will bleed to death and die before they come to the ER. Here, the patient's transection was found. Though This will often be repaired with an endovascular stent. Just a really classic case. In this postpartum patient, the best diagnosis is, well, what we're looking at is this adrenal mass. What could it be? It's kind of low density. I guess in theory, it could be an adenoma, but I'll tell you that it wasn't there a year ago. 
it doesn't look cystic enough to be a cyst, and it doesn't look solid enough to be a carcinoma, though carcinomas can be very strange. And again, postpartum would uh, make you think about something like a bleed, but usually bleeds are round and oval, two to three centimeters and bright. They're often bilateral, but can be unilateral. But this is not really bright enough. It ends up for complicated sort of reasons. We never could figure out precisely what this was. Eventually, it was resected. This was an adrenal hemorrhage. Now, whether the hemorrhage was during the patient's pregnancy or before, I don't know. But adrenal hemorrhage can be one of the trickiest findings, particularly when it's not acute hemorrhage. Acute hemorrhage tends to be easy, very bright, often a history of trauma, but the brightness, the oval appearance, here it's much trickier. And we've seen a number of large adrenal lesions end up being hematomas, just a tough call. The most likely diagnosis in this case is, well, what do we see? Nothing tricky large renal mass, cystic and necrotic. It's not going to be a simple cyst, right? That's obvious nodularity. It's not an angiomyolipoma, though AMLs can fool you with minimal fat, but that's unlikely. It could be a met to the kidney. That's a possibility. But at the end of the day, when you start looking and saying cystic and solid vascular, you're really going between papillary and clear cell, we used to think that smaller lesions were more likely papillary and clear cell larger. That is a good rule, but not a perfect rule. This lesion with the increased vascularity was a clear cell renal cell carcinoma, though I showed this case to make the point that sometimes we're really good at distinguishing clear cell versus papillary. Remember, clear cell measures over 110, papillary under 90, and if a lesion is under 100, and you say that it's a papillary, your accuracy is about 97%. But again, sometimes it's really tricky. In this patient with right flank pain, the most likely diagnosis is, well, this is a large mass. When you get all the images together, it's adrenal. This calcification is displacing the kidney. It's not going to be lymphoma unlikely because of the calcifications. Lymphoma often maintains the adrenal shape, doesn't have calcification unless it's been treated. Mets to the adrenal are a possibility. It's very large, but it could be a possibility. The Mets typically don't calcify. Most likely to me, it's adrenal cortical carcinoma. Large mass cystic and solid calcifications. I don't know what else I could say. It got to come out. I don't see any spread, but it's a large mass it's a carcinoma. This was resected. You'll notice I did not comment on possibility of A. And although my best bet, you should say this is a carcinoma, this was resected and was an adenoma which bled. I've showed you some adenomas that are large, that are atypical. Adenomas, it's amazing when they bleed, particularly if bleeding was a long time ago. They have unusual appearances, including calcification. They can be very large, and it can be an incredibly difficult diagnosis from a radiology perspective. Remember, when you're thinking about ACC, you want to do an open procedure. If you knew it was a hemorrhage, you could do it laparoscopically, though I have to admit anything this large is probably going to be an open procedure nevertheless. The most likely diagnosis for this metastinal mass is
When you look at the images, there's a mass kind of to the left of midline. It looks like it's enhancing a bit. When you look at the image on your right, you see a coronary artery bypass graft, which is calcification. And this is a wonderful example of a pseudoaneurysm of a coronary artery bypass graft. Yes, it kind of pushes toward the anterior metastinum, and lymphoma, thymoma, and teratoma are all things worthwhile thinking about. But when you look at its relationship to the vessel, the calcifications in the graph make you think it's been there for a while, and pseudoaneurysms are indeed one of the unusual but definite complications. In this patient with cough, the most likely diagnosis is, well, what do we see here? We see adenopathy in the right hilum. Some of the nodes in the subcarinal region, as well as left hilum, are calcified. And then we see what appears to be an infiltrating process along the vessels with thickening of the bronchi. I guess you could consider TB. TB you can consider with any inflammatory process. Can give you nodes. Lymphoma, you can have bulky nodes and lymphangitic spread. This, in fact, could be lymphangitic spread, while at least I'll think about lung cancer as well. At the end of the day, this was a young patient. Patient was scoped. This was sarcoidosis. Sarcoid is a great mimicker. It can simulate tumors, simulate other inflammatory conditions. You see adenopathy. Usually it's bilateral and hilar and symmetric, which is not the case here. And you see the spread from the hilum. Sarcoidosis can do it, but this is not the most typical appearance. The least likely diagnosis of this patient with hematuria is, well, you see a large renal mass. Could be a clear cell, could be a papillary, could even be an oncocytoma, though that would be the least likely of those three because oncocytomas are typically more homogeneous. What this is not is an angiomyelipoma. And yes, you could say maybe it's an angiomyelipoma that's fat poor. And sometimes we see only a drop of fat. But usually when a lesion gets this large, and has this kind of vascularity, and there's no unusual vessels, you gotta be thinking renal cell carcinoma, then the argument is clear versus papillary. And in fact, this ended up being a clear cell renal cell carcinoma, but the least likely diagnosis would be angiomyelipoma. In this patient with a drop in hemoglobin, the best diagnosis is, well, when you look at the stomach, you see high density fluid in the stomach, which means there's likely bleeding present. Now, it could be from the esophagus, it could be from the stomach. If you look at the antrum level, there's about a one centimeter circle of high density, and that's an active bleeding source. Now, if you ask me, could this be lymphoma? I would say unlikely because the stomach is now markedly thickened. It's not a pseudo bleed, it's a real bleed. High density fluid in the stomach can be due to ingested matter, but not that active bleeding site. I don't see a bulky mass, so I would say this is probably a benign ulcer. But you can make a mistake. Tumors can be infiltrating. Patient will need endoscopy. Endoscopy and biopsy was done. This was a gastric ulcer, a benign gastric ulcer with a bleed. There was no evidence of tumor present. Well, those are 10 great cases. I hope you enjoyed them. I hope you learned something. And I hope to see you next month. Have a great day. 
you like this video, make sure to subscribe to the CTSS YouTube channel. You can also visit us at ctss.com for even more videos, plus quizzes, pearls, protocols, and oh so much more. We're also in the App Store and have well over a dozen apps for iPhone and iPad, all completely free. Thanks for watching.